My point of view. I was getting settled in bed when I heard a notification on my phone. I reached over and checked it to see a message from Chengu. Danny, whatever happens, know that I am on your side. Sleep well. I felt goosebumps form on my arms as I grew a little anxious. I knew things would be a little rocky, and even though we didn't spend that much time together, I just couldn't help but hold on to him. It was something so new and exciting, and I guess thrilling to be dating someone like him. Ignoring the fact he was a celebrity, I had liked him the moment I saw him. Something about the way he looked at me that time made my heart flutter in such a different way. His behavior afterwards made me realize how similar we were, and it did confuse me for a moment, but it was mostly the stress of having all three trying to win me over, but... There was always a nagging feeling making me more curious about Changu. However, the first time I tried to kiss him, I didn't feel anything and it made me confused. I started to doubt if my interest was just shallow, but as time went on, I kept telling myself I was confused because, thinking about it rationally, Hongsook did seem like the best choice. But on the way to the club, clearing my mind and taking a deep breath, I decided that I had to be honest with myself. I couldn't take the rational route. So, when I saw them walking towards me on the dance floor... Changu made my heart happy the most. Hongsook and Kino both had such precious smiles that made me feel warm and safe, but something about Changu's chic charisma and the way he looked at me, it was something so magnetic and intoxicating. It had to be him. Me. I want to see this through, so if you hold on, I will too. I put my phone back on the nightstand and lay down. I knew things were about to be intense and I had to prepare myself for the battles ahead. I wanted things to work and... I wish we had more time to enjoy before these trials, but we just couldn't wait. I woke up the next morning and went to work as usual. I hadn't checked my phone as I wasn't used to being on it that often. Yejin came into the kitchen and asked if I had checked my notifications and I shook my head. Me. Ugh, don't tell me I have hate mail already. Yejin. I don't know, but maybe I shouldn't have pushed you so hard to actually choose one of them. I don't know what'll happen to the cafe. Me. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. I'm sorry, Yejin. Yejin. It's alright. It was fun while it lasted. I took out my phone and checked the notifications as Yejin came over to see what it was about. I only saw a message from Changu and opened up our chat. Be careful today. I'm sorry. He had sent a link and I clicked on it to check it out. It was a link to an article written about the show. They talked a little about the other groups and their finds, but the main topic was about us. The article speculated that the boys may have been seduced by a foreigner. I felt myself grow frustrated. Why do they always assume that all foreigners are manipulative and cheap? I closed out the link and put my phone away. Yejin sighed and patted my shoulder. Yejin, let's just see if we can get through today without being bullied by teenagers. I nodded and went back to prepping for the day. I suddenly heard a commotion and rushed out to see a bunch of reporters trying to enter the cafe, but Manager Park was holding them back along with a few other men. What the? What is he doing here? The camera suddenly aimed towards me and the camera flicks became deafening. All I could see were flashing lights and I winced. Manager Park tried his best to get rid of them, but they were persistent. I finally managed to hear some of the questions they had. Reporter 1. We have a question for the cafe owners. Did the boy say anything to you in terms of dating? Reporter 2. Was your intention to date an idol? Is that why you agreed to do the show? More and more similar questions were shouted out and I grew annoyed. I walked up to them and yelled at them to stop. They suddenly did, and I took a deep breath. Me. <sighs> if you are here for an interview, this is not the way to ask for one. Would you like to be bombarded and harassed like this? This is a place of business. If you're not going to buy anything, please leave. I will not answer any questions or tolerate this kind of behavior at this establishment. 
They were about to start their bombardment again when I turned around and gave them a glare. There was a small crowd behind them from nosy neighbors and passerbys. I motioned for the reporters to move to allow the few regulars to come in. They got out of the way and I heard Manager Park tell them to leave and promised an interview later. He came in and apologized to me and Yejin and we shook our heads. Me. I thought about this even before I decided to confess. I just assumed the majority of the harassment would be from fans. Manager Park. We had mentioned it to the company, but we hadn't really discussed the details, but I guess someone must have tipped them off. They really are like vultures. Yejin. But what will happen to the cafe? Just then, a group of teenage girls came in and we grew anxious, anticipating the hate or abuse. Instead, they approached us slowly and argued over who would speak. They finally pushed one girl to the center and she tried to act tough when addressing us. Teen 1. So, what is your intention with our idols? Me. Hey, didn't you hear me tell the reporters to ask for an interview? Teen 1. They just want gossip. We want to protect our idols. Me. I'll tell you what. If you can get the reporters off my back, I'll give you all the exclusive interview. Deal? Yejin. Hey, what are you doing? I waved her off and waited for their answer. The girls huddled together and whispered aggressively amongst each other before turning around and agreeing to our deal. Teen 1. Okay, deal. You have to be honest with us, though. We will post this on our fan cafe. Me. All right. I'll trust you not to edit me in a bad way. If you want the honest truth, then so do I. You can't twist my words or hate me for anything I might say. Teen number two. Why would we hate you? Me. I don't know. Teens hate a lot of things for no reason. Teen one. What kind of negotiation is this? Me. I'm just being honest. She hesitated a moment and I smiled at how cute they looked, being all flustered. She cleared her throat and nodded. <clears throat> All right, whatever. We recorded this conversation so you can't back out on your word. Me. Send me a copy of it right now. Teen 1. W what? Me. You said you were recording this deal. I want a copy for my protection. Teen number 2. Send it to her. We'll have her contact info. They all nodded and I smiled in agreement. Me. So? Teen 1. Fine. Give me your Kakao Talk ID. I gave her my info and confirmed she had sent me the full audio before nodding in agreement. Wait here. I ran into the kitchen and got a few desserts and put it together for him in a box and went back out to give it to the girls. Me. Here. Take this as a down payment. The girls all looked inside the box and had a few bites before looking back at me. Teen 1. Well, thank you for these. They're all right. Teen number 3. What are you saying? These are so much better than the ones from school. The other girls agreed, but the leader waved them off. Teen 1. We'll be leaving now. Thank you. They all ran out and Yejin finally yanked my arm. Yejin. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Do you really think that making me on me? Think about it. If the fans can be on my side, why not? It's protection. If I can talk to them and give them my side of the story, then maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to have some peace. We won't have to worry about angry mobs coming and disrupting business, and the reporters will lose out on the story, so they won't be harassing us either. Yejin. And if this fails? Me. Then what else? There's nothing I can do but be honest. She sighed and shook her head. Manager Park had been quiet, but finally spoke up. Manager Park. Maybe she has a point. Having some of the fans on her side might make things easier. We just have to confirm things with the company first. I will do my best to talk to them, so try to hold off until I contact you, please. I nodded and he waved goodbye to us. We went back to work around closing time. I received a call from Chengu. Chengu. Is it true? You met some of the fans? Me. Yeah, they weren't as scary as I thought they'd be. Chengu. That's good. I'm glad you're okay. Me. Of course. I won't be that weak. Chengu. Are you guys almost done? 
me. What? Don't tell me you're outside. Chango. I wish. We're on our way to the hotel. Manager Park doesn't want any reporters to get the chance to get photos of us until we talk to the company. Me. Oh, that's smart. Some fan girls might be hiding in the bushes, too. He laughed and agreed. Chengu. I miss you, though. Me. Don't start being so cheesy. Chengu. <laughs> what? You don't like it? Me. The problem is, I do. <laughs> but since I can't see you actually being cheesy, it makes me a little frustrated. Just then, my phone buzzed and I checked to see he was requesting a video chat. I turned on the video chat and saw him in the car with the others. I waved at the others, feeling a bit shy. They waved and smiled back at me as if nothing had ever happened. Kino, how are you, Nuna? Me, I'm fine, just a bit tired. How was the recording today? Hongsook, it was alright. The missions are a little easier to handle now that we know what to expect, but they still aren't easy to pass. He let out a laugh, seemingly trying to hold something back. Changu, we just got to the hotel. Hold on a moment. I nodded and got my things ready to meet Yejin out front. We got in our car and Chengu finally reappeared on the screen. Chengu, sorry, there were reporters here too. Ugh, they really are annoying. Are you on your way home? Be careful not to be followed. I turned over to look at Yejin worried and she suddenly sped up and started weaving through the cars. Me, he said to be careful not to kill me? Chengu, what, what's going on? Yejin, I'm trying to avoid being followed. I don't want to take any chances. Let's just go to my house then. No, I mean, what if the reporters do follow you home? What about mom and dad? Yejin, ugh, this is so frustrating. She finally slowed down as we reached a red light. She looked frustrated and I started to feel guilty that now she had this stress on top of everything else. I was about to say something when she spoke up first. Yejin, alright, let's hope you guys are able to convince your company. In the meantime, I'll have to take different routes home. Me, I'm sorry. Yejin, no, it's not your fault. You can't help who you like. It's partly my fault. I pressured and teased you too much. Me, no, even if you did, that didn't guarantee I would actually like. Chengu, hey, but you said you liked me since the first time we talked. Me, hey, whose side are you on? I'm trying to make her feel better. Chengu, oh, sorry. No, nah, it's not your fault. Yejin, forget it. Let's just hope things turn out well. She dropped me off at my apartment and I went inside to finish talking to Chengu. Changu, should I call you tomorrow? Me, you should be calling me every day. Changu, I mean, aren't you tired? I thought you wanted to go to bed already. Me, I'm just teasing you. I am sleepy, but I wanted to see you act cheesy. He laughed and I saw his cheeks turn red. Changu, all right. <clears throat> I miss you a lot. It feels like I haven't seen you in days. He was cringing at himself and covering half of his face with his free hand. I smiled and tried to hold back my laughter. Me. <sighs> wow, it's so weird seeing you like this. Tango, oh, stop teasing me. Me, sorry, I'm just still used to your cold side. Tango, you said you understood me. Me, I do, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but... <clears throat> I miss you too. He smiled and covered his mouth. Tango, you're right, it's still a little weird. I laughed and hid my face. Tango, I hope to see you in person soon. I'll let you go to sleep now. I nodded and waved goodbye before hanging up. I went to wash up and got comfortable in bed. I worried about what would happen, but a bigger part of me really wanted to stay with him. I wanted to see it through until it either ended naturally or we stayed together forever. I turned over to my side and forced myself to sleep.